from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you today? Happy Monday. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but definitely God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, and some call me the Hip-Hop Patriot. Um, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope uh, you had a blessed weekend with your families. Um, I had a I had a pretty incredible weekend myself, which we will get to here in a little bit. But uh, as we do every day here on Live from America, no matter if it's Monday or Friday, we make sure we give some live shout-outs to those who are jumping in, so let's do that now. Sharon Zabalski from Texas, how are you? Thank you for joining in. Natasha Garrison from Oregon. Anika Azul, how you doing? She says, I love your show. Uh, oh, Linda from Georgia, it's actually. How you doing, Linda? Uh, let's see, Michael Braskow says, we missed you on Friday at 5 p.m. Yep, that's because I was trying to get ready for my trip to Tennessee, which we'll also talk about. Sheila Serino says, hello from Italy. Debbie Miller Show from Northwest Arkansas, Teresa Wolf from Connecticut. We have Lauren Pratt says, good morning. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? Um, for those who are watching and for those who are listening on the podcast after the show when we upload the audio, we just want to say thank you and, and, and God bless you and thank you for joining in this morning. Aaron Bibley from the state of Illinois. We have Randall from Virginia. How are you? Amy Churchill, good morning. Good to see you. Amanda Collins, tell us the good news, but God comes first. You're exactly right. Um, and we don't always have good news, but the good news is that we have the truth. And the truth is always good news because then we know what to do with it. Terry Clayton, how you doing? Good to see you. Vicki Vale, I love that last name. I love that whole name because it reminds me of Batman. Addie Johnson from Alabama. Let's have a couple more here. Jerry Alexander from Ohio. Susan Glass from Philly. Dan Marino. I wonder if it's the real Dan Marino. Probably not, but wouldn't that be something? And let's see, one more. Um, how about, let's see, looks like Cam Butler from Bakersfield, California. Thank you guys so much for joining in on Live from America today. Today is February 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021. And um, if you're new to the show, welcome. I know you can share this right over to Facebook, right from here, just by clicking share and clicking your Facebook. If you have to share it on Telegram or Parler or wherever, you can click to share and then uh, copy the link and go over there and share it real quick. Uh, and make sure you definitely like this video and subscribe and click the notification bell because we are live every, every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., twice a day. So thank you guys so much. As we do every day, we're going to start by giving our attention, our thanks, our worship to the amazing blessing of, of God and, and the fact that we have a Savior that allows us to have faith and to have strength and to have love and compassion and a sense of humor and uh, convictions and, and, and family and just a, a way to heaven, ladies and gentlemen. So let's do that now this morning. I sent out in my newsletter the Bible verse from Isaiah 43, 19. And that says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers and desert. 
Let me read that one more time for those just joining in. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the morning Bible verse. And if you're part of my newsletter, you get it first around 8 a.m. Eastern time every morning. It says from Isaiah 43, 19, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forward, or spring forth, excuse me. Shall ye not know it? I will make, I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers and desert. I proceeded to go on to talk about how I feel about this verse. And this is the great thing about the newsletter. When you get this every morning, um, is you just get another uh, fellow believer to give you their perspective of it. And then you can share it with your perspective to your friends, your family, and your coworkers. And what I said this morning, ladies and gentlemen, is this verse that I just read, it's all about faith. And we need to have faith now more than ever, especially with so much bad news coming out about dominion and Supreme Courts and decisions and stuff like that. Faith, you, you, it, it's so hard to have in the hard times. But if you have it and you wait, that, ladies and gentlemen, is when you will get uh, the, the, the end goal that God has set forward. And I said this morning that faith is like, faith is the lens of life that we need to be looking through. If there was a filter that we could choose, like they have like on social media platforms like Instagram and others, that filter would be called the faith filter. That's how we have to look at every situation from the moment we wake up until the moment we go to bed. We might not understand it in the flesh. We might not understand it through our earthly eyes and our earthly ears and our earthly brains. But if we have that one little thing, the faith, the size of a mustard seed, ladies and gentlemen, that is how we get through it. I said, God created the universe. He created everything. So surely he can create new paths forward for you, for me, for this country. Okay? Um, in most cases, it's when we least expect it. Or it's a path that we have no way of navigating through it except through looking through the filter of faith. You have to understand that if you are in the wilderness right now, trying to find a way out or trying to find something familiar to you, what you really should be doing is embracing the journey. Remember, guys, it's not always about the destination. A lot of the times, most of the time, it's about the journey. When we go on family vacations, yeah, there's, you know, we have five kids. If we get into a car or we go into an RV or, or anything like that or go camping and we have to go somewhere, you know, hours away, the ride sometimes isn't that fun. Unless you look at it from a different perspective and go, wait a minute, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And what you learn during the journey, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the things that you look for during the journey, that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the, is the, is the key to all of it. That is the present that God gives you. That is the gift. That is the blessing that he gives you is, is the ability to be able to say, wait a minute, I'm not looking at the destination. I'm looking at the journey and I have to wait on God. And if you can learn to wait, ladies and gentlemen, you are golden. If you can learn to wait on him, you are golden. Everything will fall in line. Not to say you won't have a bad day here and there, but you'll learn how to take those bad days and turn them to good days. Or you'll know how to take that frown and turn it upside down. As cliche and stereotypical as that sounds. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's start off with the Lord's Prayer and then we'll get right into it because there's a lot to talk about, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's put a smile on that face. Let's get some positivity flowing, regardless of the news. Because remember, even if it's bad news, as long as it's the truth, then it's good news. Because we know how to overcome that bad news if we have the truth and not the watered-down version that the AP, USA Today, PolitiFake, Fakebook, Twitter, and the rest of the billion-dollar corporations that just want to feed you lies, we will be able to overcome what they feed us every single day if we have the truth. And that's what this show is about, and that's what I will always be about, no matter what. All right. Now, I know there's some group pages out there who pretended to be me until I went to those groups and said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Back up the fake news truck real quick. You are not me. And then they blocked me. Well, apparently I heard over the weekend they put out a poll. And in this poll, the poll was, would you like the hip hop patriot, me, like, like as if it's me, would you like me to continue to report the 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 news or q news i don't know the result of that poll all i know is that people were sending it to me saying it was going around also people are sending me things saying if they share anything of mine over on facebook then they immediately get shut down and um that could be the case but that should not stop you it should not stop you. You should not let them scare you. Now, I know some of you need to have your Facebook for certain things like businesses and to be able to contact your family overseas who are in the military or whatnot. And I'm not telling you to get rid of Facebook. What I'm telling you is that there's always an alternative. And this weekend, Freedom Social Network, freedom.fan, if you type in freedom.fan, did drop for desktop only. Now, it's not very it's not very good to use it on your browser on your phone if you're trying to do that. But if you're using a computer or you're using a laptop uh, freedom did drop this weekend on saturday it did a uh, release and a lot of people have been going in there and a lot of people have been building and searching and figuring their way around about you got parlor you got rumble you got telegram there are options for you ladies and gentlemen so that you can uh and me we as well yep uh you can you can uh you can continue to get your word out there and continue to express yourself and share the truth Somebody said, is there an app for freedom? There will be an Apple and an Android app. Android comes first. I just don't know. I, I think Android will be this week. Um, uh, Apple will be right after. But I know they wanted to release the desktop version now to get you used to it, to get you signed up, to get you to navigate it, and to see how it works and to test, make sure the testing goes on and make sure that, it's, that it works and it's viable. And so far, so good. So far, so good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to the news. This weekend... I was supposed to have gone to Tennessee. However, my flight out of Manchester, New Hampshire was delayed not once, not twice, but three times. Okay? It was then, we then decided that we would postpone my my in-person trip there because there was also snow and bad roads down there and that we would do that in-person trip and that in-person speech in the end of March, at the end of March. Um... And then, uh, so what we did is that we did an amazing, amazing virtual, uh, basically a, a virtual speech that I gave there uh, for the Tennessee Freedom Force. And let me tell you what, it was awesome. We still got the message out. We still got the truth out. We still got the opportunity to be able to answer questions live from the audience. And if it's one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that this last year has taught us, it's how to do things virtually, okay? 
Um, so it was a wonderful uh, experience. Those who are watching from Tennessee, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to do this. I can't wait until the end of March. I think it's March 20th where I can come down there and do it in person. But I'm going to tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, this show right here today is going to be based entirely around the Supreme Court decision about Pennsylvania and how we can win and what the path is forward if the Supreme Court continues to fail us, which I think they're going to do. And I'm going to tell you what, Tennessee Freedom Force, they got it figured out. They got, they put, they're putting an entire massive group together and this group isn't just to get together and to talk about things and gripe about things and have a big echo chamber no ladies and gentlemen they are actually doing what we are supposed to do and they are making their state legislature listen to them they are getting it so that that they they don't let um, federal laws impede on their state law they're actually making a difference and we talked about this during the meeting I said look there's not a quick answer to anything we had a lot of people saying how am I supposed to do this if Dominion is still out there how are we supposed to have any kind of uh, election integrity if we know they're going to cheat anyway what about this what about that and there is no quick answer that's the that's the scary part there's no quick answer that we can't just go boom and it's done because we're fighting two battles here ladies and gentlemen we're fighting the past election and we're fighting the future election and the future of this country what we do in between is going to uh, either uh, get us an answer on both of them or get us an answer on one of them, all right? It's scary to say, and it's hard to say that, but the, the, the key right here, ladies and gentlemen, is your state legislature. That is the key to everything. I know a lot of you that live in blue states, there's, it seems like there's no hope. Some of you that even live in red states, it seems like there's no hope. So how do we win? How do we fix the last election and how do we fix it so that the next next election, 2022 and 2024, isn't like this? And, and as much as I hate to say it, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to take time, okay? It, it won't take years if you really get a good group of people together. If you get county GOPs together and force your way into these state legislative um, bodies, force your way into their meetings, force your way into the Capitol buildings and make your voice known and say, look, this is what we want. If you put together, um, if you put forward uh, candidates, representatives, uh, and, and state Senate representatives from your counties to make sure that this doesn't happen again, it's the best way forward. The problem with the state legislature uh, bodies from each state, especially the swing states, ladies and gentlemen, is they did not know how to 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 pull back those illegal slates of electors. That's why you had Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis going around from spot to spot to spot teaching people how teaching people the, the law, really. It seems like we've gotten so far away from the Constitution and so far away from the law that we don't even, even our state reps don't know the power that they have. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that the entire power relies um, in the state legislature. The entire power of your state is in your state legislature. Even the power that is given to a governor can be brought back by the state legislature if you have the right people in those seats. Now, I know that that's not the, the, the answer that we want to hear because we still do have people fighting for the Supreme Court, in the Supreme Court. We still have people like Sidney Powell. We still have people like Lynn Wood. We still have people like Mike Lindell who's putting a ton of his money. He's all in. And what we hope ladies and gentlemen, is that this fraud gets to have an opportunity to be brought to the forefront so that people can actually see the fraud. 
unfortunately, I was just listening to Mike Lindell on Steve Bannon's show, and his lawyers, this is, this is quite interesting, his lawyers told him, do not sue Dominion first, let them sue you, because when you let them sue you, like Dominion's trying to sue, you know, uh, Rudy Giuliani and, 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 and all these other uh, people who are bringing forward uh, at Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. Um, if you let them sue you, then you have more of an opportunity to show the evidence, to show the proof than you would if you sue them. Then comes the countersuit. But what Dominion is trying to do is not trying to win against Mike Lindell. They're not trying to win against Sidney Powell, although they'd like to. Their main objective here, ladies and gentlemen, is to demoralize them and, 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 and just tear down the reputation and make them spend a bunch of money so that their money isn't focused on um, uh, lobbying and, and getting the right candidates in place and getting President Trump back on track. That's their whole thing here. And fear. They want, to, they want to scare people like Mike Lindell, Lynn Wood, and Sidney Powell into not moving forward. But these folks, I'm telling you right now, they're all in. They're all in. They've already made it a personal vendetta to fight on behalf of the American people. And if the state legislatures would do this exact same thing, we could overturn what happened. We could overturn the fiasco of the election of 2020. I don't see that happening because I don't see enough state legislature or enough groups like the Tennessee Freedom Force actually getting together in, you know, by the hundreds, even by the thousands and making sure that these state legislatures uh, go back and, 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 and fix what happened. You need to have government bodies. You need to have state legislative bodies going after Dominion. Not just Sidney Powell. Not just Lynn Wood. Not just Mike Lindell. As much as it sucks to say that, it's the truth. In order for Dominion to be wiped out completely and to not be put in uh, states in order to, to count votes and to tally votes, it needs to have a lot of pressure from the people. And how you have a lot of pressure from the people is through your state legislative body. That is the only way, ladies and gentlemen, unless the military were to swoop in and remove everybody because of, of massive fraud and, 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 the, and the executive order of 2018, when I hear President Trump speak, when I hear the aides closest to President Trump speak, when I hear his children speak, and when I hear these people who are on the front lines fighting Dominion speak, no arrows point towards military fixing everything. Not a single arrow, not a single hint points towards what we hoped would happen, which is the military get involved. I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm saying that there is no evidence from these folks who are on the front lines fighting saying that that could be a possibility. Now, maybe it's not supposed to be that way. Maybe they are going to come in and, and, and they don't want us to know that. But what they're speaking towards, ladies and gentlemen, is 2022 and 2024. That's what, and, and except for like Mike Lindell and stuff, they're fighting to, to erase the, the, the 2020 fiasco. But again, unless you get your state legislative body involved, it isn't going to happen. Last night, I had a conversation with somebody, with some people in the New Hampshire GOP, and I'm ticked. I am completely 
ticked off at what's going on here in New Hampshire, that we had a hand recount that proved that Dominion gave votes to Democrats in, uh, in enough fashion in order to make sure that Democrats um, won some seats. And that our Secretary of State here, who is a Republican, doesn't even want to investigate it. I came unglued. I came unglued over this situation. I've been trying to talk to everybody in the New Hampshire GOP. And they are on under the same, um, basically on the same page as I am. That we need to remove Dominion and we need to have paper ballots and human counters of those paper ballots only. And not only is the New Hampshire GOP trying to do this and trying to work towards this, but they're also, uh, from what I hear, it's, it's going to be a, a, a GOP nationwide fight for the next year. Now, I'm interested in all of it. I'm interested in helping out Tennessee. I'm interested in helping out everybody. Uh, but I'm, 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 I'm really wanting to get involved in this fight right here in New Hampshire, especially if I go run against Ann Custer, who is... Um, who, who is the uh, United States Congresswoman from New Hampshire, uh, who's a Democrat. It's, it's funny, we, we elected all red except for both of our Congresswomen. Both of our Congresswomen, we elected blue, but we were elected a red governor, we elected a red uh, Senate, we elected a, re uh, a, a state Senate and elected a uh, state Congress. But we didn't, uh, it's, it's such a farce, it's such a phony, and we all know it. So, ladies and gentlemen, and what we have to do is do what uh, Tennessee Freedom Force is doing. We have to build groups, which takes time. But it won't take as much time as you think because there's a lot of ticked-off people out there who feel the same way as you do and who feel the same way as I do. Okay? And I told the Tennessee Freedom Force that I was going to uh, let everybody know what they're doing down there. Hundreds and hundreds of people banding together from all over the state to make sure that they not only put the right candidates forward for their state legislative body, but also to hold them accountable and to show up and to make sure that these bills do not get passed, uh, especially bills that give power back to the federal government. Now, it sounds like a huge fight. It sounds like a task that you're that maybe you're not up to uh, for to do. It's it's it takes time away from your family, takes time away from your job. Some people are are laid off right now. Some people don't have the money to do anything like that. Some people don't have the time. I get it. I get it. But what we need to do is that, regardless of the people fighting for the 2020 election, we need to look forward more than we're looking back. Unfortunately, at this point. It sucks to say it. I'm still all in on that fight with, with, um, with bringing all of that evidence out like people are doing in Maricopa County. Uh, but again, it's two fights. We are, we've put our, as Americans, we, are, we have put ourselves in a position to only, to, to have to fight in the past and for the future. And that's where we're at right now. So you just got to, the sooner you can figure that out and the sooner you can come to terms with what's going on, the sooner you can get on the saddle again and fight. Okay. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, here's some good news. Okay. Here's some good news. Well, before I get to the good news, this is what we need to fight for. We need to make sure no matter how much taxpayer money was spent on Dominion, no matter how much was spent by your state to make sure that Dominion was the electronic voting machine that you have, you need to wash that. You need to go, you know what? I don't care about that taxpayer money. Yet we lost it. We, who cares? We need to throw out Dominion and we need to uh, do only paper ballots and we need to actually create jobs during election time and give people a part-time job by having them hand count 
the ballots. And then we need to have voter ID and we need to outlaw in every state mail-in ballots. Unless there's an actual problem like somebody's handicapped and they can't get out or somebody's super sick and they can't get out. Again, that needs to be proved. That needs to be validated. Okay? If we can do those things, we win. We win every election from here on out because there can be no cheating. All right? Now, let me move forward real quick. President Trump accepted over the weekend to speak at CPAC. CPAC runs from Thursday of this week through Sunday. Apparently, President Trump will be speaking on Sunday. All right? And what President Trump is going to be speaking about is he's going to be focusing on countering China. He's going to be focusing on dismantling big tech monopolies. His speech is going to be focusing on reopening schools to save our youth. And his speech is going to be focused on election integrity. Okay? Those are the things that President Trump is going to be focusing on in his speech at CPAC. However, here's even better news. Over the weekend... Uh, Jason Miller, an aide close to President Trump, this was broke by Axios first, President Trump was caught saying, I am the leader of the Republican Party. I am the presumptive 2024 nominee. I will save America. I will drain the swamp. And I will save our republic. That is what President Trump said this weekend. And that's according to Axios, who actually spoke with Jason Miller and other people who were close to the President Trump campaign that he was heard saying this weekend. Okay? That's what he said this weekend. Now, I trust President Trump. Do I wish that he would have done something different during the election? 100%. Do I wish that he would have brought forth the executive order of 2018? 100%. Do I know what happens in the background? Do I know that his family wasn't threatened? Do I know that something wasn't going to be to, to hurt America if President Trump did this? I don't know that. I don't think anybody knows that except for the people closest to President Trump who get to have classified information. Okay, because I do know one thing. If President Trump could have done what we wanted him to do, he would have done it. He would have done it. Now, when I hear him say, I am the presumptive nominee, I am the leader of the Republican Party, I will save America, I will drain the swamp, and I will save the Republic, I believe that he has a plan. I believe that he has an agenda and I believe that he has a strategy in order to do that that fits closely with what I'm saying right now about what we need to do to take the power back from the federal government. Now, I know Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats have a bill in place that says that the people will be able to send mail-in ballots up to 10 days after the election. It won't matter. They can pass that until they're blue in the face ladies and gentlemen, because states are the only ones that get to make up their election laws. States. The federal government cannot make up an election law for Alabama. The federal government cannot make an election law for New Hampshire or California or Missouri or Texas or Florida. The only people that can do that is your state legislative body. 
So they can pass any bill that they want as as it regards to how uh, an election is supposed to take place, but it will hold no merit. It will hold no water to any state that doesn't want to follow that. Now, there'll be blue states out there that just follow that blindly because, oh, oh, our swamp donkey Democrat leaders told us to do it, so we're just going to bow down and do it. Hee-haw, hee-haw. But if your red state legislative body or the people that you elect or the people that you make sure that you hold accountable say, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're following our own election rules and our own election laws. Well, ladies and gentlemen, then that's what they have to follow. Okay? That's what they have to follow. So with President Trump saying that, I think you're going to see, like I told you, like I've been saying for weeks, Come March and April, you're going to hear a lot from President Trump. Somebody said, why didn't he use the executive order of uh, 2018? Again, I don't know why he didn't. I wish I did. That is everything I was going. I was going off of, of, of constitution. I was going off of law, tradition, and his executive orders that he had put in place when I, before the election. Or I mean, before... Uh, January 6th. That's why I was saying there's no way Biden's going to be the president of the United States. It's not possible because X, Y, and Z. I don't know why X, Y, and Z slipped through the cracks. That is what I don't know. That is what I don't know. I wish I did. However, what I do know is how we fix it going forward. And when President Trump says what he said, coupled with what I said just now, and when I was talking to the Tennessee Freedom Force and about how we win in 2022 and 2024. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think I think he's got a plan. I think he's got a strategy. Now, in the same day that President Trump said, I will take the invitation to speak at CPAC, Mike Pence, the traitor that he is, the backstabber that he is, the failed career that he basically placed on himself, he denied the invitation to speak at CPAC. And you want to know something? I was not surprised. I was not surprised. Marilyn says, the military is in control. Trump is the president. Wait for the plan. Hey, I hope you're right. I hope that you are 100% correct and I'm 100% wrong. Okay? But other than a few people who do a few talk shows themselves saying it, there's no proof of it and i would like to see some proof and some validation of it if i'm going to say that as well all right now uh vice president ex-vice president ex-failed vice president mike pence who clearly is not what we thought he is he declined the offer to speak at cpac ask yourself this why would he decline why would he decline that offer i'm glad he did because nobody there wants to see him speak nobody cares He had his chance. But let me ask you, why do you think that he declined the offer to speak at CPAC? My opinion is because he knows he messed up. My opinion is because he knows that his political capital is nothing, is zero. My opinion is that he knows that the world knows that he's not only a rhino, but a swamp donkey. That is my opinion. He has zero capital. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to hear from him. He'll never win another elected seat as long as he lives. He'll be shamed everywhere he goes because he did not do his job as vice president 
and as President of the United States Senate in counting only the legal slate of electors. He sold out, and you see him when he fist, when he elbowed and fist-bumped Chuck Schumer and elbowed and fist-bumped Nancy Pelosi. They were all friends. They were all in it together. That man is, 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 is at least in the eyes of the, po- the political world and, and, and the right and, and the America First uh, movement and the America First party, he's garbage. He's trash. We don't want you here. We don't want you around. Go run with a D in front of your name instead of an R in front of your name. Because we have no confidence in you like you had no confidence in us. Period. Sheila says he is a traitor. A hundred percent. A hundred percent he's a traitor. Um, Charles said, remember the notice? Him and, yep, him and others got at the funeral. Yep, you know what? And I was wrong about him. I'll be the first to tell you I was wrong about Pence. I thought for sure he was golden. Thought for sure. Now, let's talk about some more breaking news that happened. Yes, the U.S. Supreme Court refuses to review Pennsylvania election cases because this is their reasoning. No standing before the election and moot after the election. Justices Thomas, Justices Alito, and Justices Gorsuch said that the court should have granted the review. They only needed four Supreme Court justices to certify that and to move it forward and have an actual, an official review. And where was Kavanaugh? Where was Amy Coney Barrett? We already know where Injustice John Roberts was, and we know where the rest of them were. But where was Barrett and where was Kavanaugh? Thomas, Alito, and Gorsuch seem to be the only Supreme Court justices in this country who care about that back there, and that back there, and us right here. So I I hope someday I get to meet Gorsuch. I hope someday I get to meet Alito, and I hope someday I get to meet uh, Thomas so I can tell them how much I admire their strength and their courage. But Kavanaugh and Barrett, massive disappointments. Massive disappointments. And this is why I said, ladies and gentlemen, even though we're fighting the election that was in the past just a few months ago, our main focus, because the Supreme Court is going to let us down time and time again, it seems like, when it comes to the election at least, they might not let us down on abortion. They might not let us down on some other things that we want them to um, uh, to hold, to, to, to you know, vote on or, or judge but they clearly are not going to save this country based on what happened in the 2020 election. They just keep letting us down over and over again. So praise God and may God bless Alito, Thomas, and Gorsuch. And may he judge the others who are clearly going against the Constitution and who are clearly going against the will of the American people for whatever reason. And shame on you, Kavanaugh. Who else said that? Schumer said that once, right? Shame on you. I actually agree with Schumer right there, I guess. Shame on you, Kavanaugh. Shame on you, Barrett. Injustice John Roberts, we already knew where you you would stand anyway, so I don't really care. But shame on you. You, We held you in such high regard. We as uh, as Republicans and conservatives held you in such a high regard. And you let us down. We don't want you to be biased. We don't want you to just 
vote, uh, judge on something and give your judgment on something because we want you to. We want you to give your judgment on something based in law, based in the Constitution of the United States of America, which we happen to be on that side. And you let us down. So that came out this morning. Some more news that you might not want to hear, but again, all truth is good news because at least we have the truth. The Louisiana Secretary of State <laughs> is about to hand over $100 million in a voting machine per, uh, purchase, and Dominion is reportedly in the running. Now, I don't know much about the Louisiana State Legislature, and I don't know much about the Louisiana Governor. However, if you live in Louisiana, you might want to get something, your butts in gear. You might want to get calling and talking to your state reps and your state senate because this can't happen, ladies and gentlemen. We just saw the results of purchasing Dominion voting machines. We saw it. Are we going to do this again? We're fighting to get rid of them in the states that did purchase them, and here new states are ready to purchase them. So I don't really have much to say on that. All I wanted to do was make you aware, if you live in Louisiana, that that's happening. Um, speaking of uh, going back to Mike Lindell, who seems to be the tip of the spear right now, uh, like I said, Mike Lindell is being sued by Dominion. The court case was filed this morning in Washington, D.C., for $1.3 billion. He came on Steve Bannon's show this morning and said basically he's all in. He's had a team on the ground. He's got a team in the field. And they are currently validating IP addresses in China, ladies and gentlemen, that were involved in switching votes on the night of November 3rd. And this is what Mike Lindell's lawyers told him. Keep, keep unearthing this evidence and get all of this proof that you can. And let Dominion sue you. Because if they sue you, you have a better opportunity to show the proof. The problem with these Supreme Courts and the problem with some of these hearings in, in these federal courts is they're not throwing them out based on the, the merits of the case. They're not. They're, based, they're throwing them out based on some cop-out that they call standing or, 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 uh, uh, or it's moot, a moot point after an election. They're not throwing them out because they're, they're going, okay, let me see your evidence. Oh, wow, you got all the evidence right here. Huh? We can't refute that, so <laughs> you win. However, if somebody sues you, if Dominion sues you, then you do have that opportunity as your defense legally to show that, to show that uh, evidence, to show that proof. And Mike Lindell said that that's what his lawyers instructed him to do, and that is what Sidney Powell is doing, and that is what um, Lynn Wood is doing. They're waiting for the lawsuits to come on to them so they can show everything and then counter sue. And ladies and gentlemen, other than getting our state legislature to do the same exact thing, that is the tip of the spear of this fight. Those are the only people out there, and even Ho Hoven Pulitzer, people like him, those are the only people out there that are the tip of the spear, ladies and gentlemen, because we don't have the time or the money to do it. We don't have the capital to do what they're doing. We don't have billions of dollars. We don't have millions of dollars. They do. So what we can do is go to places like DefendingTheRepublic.org, which is uh, Sidney Powell's website. What we can do is we can go to, to Mike Lindell's um, uh, pillow website and buy stuff from him to get to continue to fund these people. Donate to them if you can. 
because that's the only way we're going to keep the conservative voice alive. That's the only reason I'm doing this is because of your support, your monthly donations and your help. You're buying stuff off my store and stuff. I don't care if people say that's a paid treat or not. You can say whatever you want. That's how these voices stay alive and that's how this fight stays alive. You're either in it or you're not. It's that simple. So make sure you help these folks out, okay? Um, McDonald's and Coca-Cola over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, found themselves into some hot water because they are both jumping on the white racism bandwagon. These companies, McDonald's and Coca-Cola, McDonald's says they will punish executives if they hire too many white people. And Coca-Cola has a training program that literally trains their new employees how to be less white. The only racism in this country that is out of control to a point where it's actually hurting people is the racism in this country against white people today. may not like me saying that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Does racism exist against Asians? Yes. Does racism against, uh, exist against uh, uh, black folk and brown folk? Yes. But the only place that it's acceptable and cool and sometimes even part of a training program or a way to get into a company is racism against white people. If you're white and you're listening to this, or as I call you a saltine American, like I consider myself, Number one, there is no races. We're one race. We're the human race. If you're too stupid to understand that, then maybe you need to do some research and maybe you need to do some soul searching. Okay? There's only one race and that is the human race. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're white and you're watching this program because there's people from all races and ethnic backgrounds who watch this, the only way that this racism wins against you is if you do what the left likes to do and put yourself in a victim category. I will never put myself in a victim category. I will never be victimized based on what people think about me because the only, only opinion that matters about me and my salty and American colored skin is the opinion from God Almighty and Jesus above. I will never fall victim and I will never care. However... I do want to speak out against it because I happen to be a voice. And that voice says it's really odd that the only acceptable racism is racism against saltine Americans. It's disgusting. And McDonald's, you've gotten plenty of my money, as you can see right here on camera. You'll never get my money again. Coca-Cola, I don't really drink soda anyway. But you'll never get my money. And anything that you're involved in will never get my money. The same reason that Bed Bath & Beyond will never get my money. The same reason that Kohl's will never get my money. The same reason that all these companies that drop Mike Lindell will never get my money. The same reason that I decided to finally actually, even, even, even as, a, as a place to be to direct people to where I am, that's the reason Facebook will never get my money. It's the reason Twitter will never get my money. And our time there is their money. That's how we beat them, folks. That's how we beat them. We hit them in the wallet. How dare they? Racism against saltine Americans. How dare they? I guess if you were drinking Coke, you're switching to Pepsi now, aren't you? <laughs> 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got one more uh, topic to cover here real quick, and then we'll, uh, we'll get towards the end of the show, and that is Chuck Schumer comes out again in his fashion of being completely out of control, like he always is, and he mocks Texans. Now, I might mock some people, mostly swamp donkeys. One group of people that I don't think I'll ever find myself mocking are Texans. Why? Because everybody in Texas has got a gun. And everything's bigger in Texas. Isn't that true? Plus, I love that state so much and what it stands for. But Chuck Schumer comes out over the weekend and mocks Texas. And I'm going to tell you exactly what he said. Because I have put it in quotes just so I can make sure that I don't paraphrase. You ready? The bottom line is, Texas thought it could go, go at it alone and built a system that, ignore, that ignored climate change. I hope they learned a lesson. Read that one more time. Chuck Schumer, quote, The bottom line is Texas thought it could go at it alone and built a system that ignored climate change. I hope they learned their lesson. People died, Chuck Schumer. People died. People suffered. People went without electricity and water. Some of them leading up to their deaths. Some of them froze. Infrastructure was destroyed. Money was lost. Businesses shut down. I hope they learned their lesson. That would be like as if President Trump came out and said, hmm, all those uh, people in those New York nursing homes that died because they didn't have a system in place in order to properly take care of the people who were most vulnerable they thought they could do this alone. They didn't think they could they didn't think they needed the help of President Trump. They they turned down the ship. They turned down all the help from the National Guard. So I hope they learned their lesson. Isn't that the equivalent of saying that exact same thing? Isn't it? Imagine if President Trump, imagine if somebody like Mark Meadows, imagine if Jim Jordan, imagine if Matt Gates, imagine if Ted Cruz said Well, I hope New York learned its lesson because they didn't have an infrastructure uh, capable of handling the pandemic to the most vulnerable people. So all those people that died, I hope they learned their lesson. These people, and I'm talking about swamp donkey Democrats, not regular everyday Democrats that you might work with. I'm talking about swamp donkey Democrats. They are racist. They are evil. They don't have compassion. They don't have love. They don't have um, loyalty. They don't love the red, white, and blue. They don't love anything about this country. And they certainly do not care about the well-being or even the life of the people that they are sent there to represent. I said it. When others won't, I will. Um... As the tech censorship continues to happen, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go to Rumble and Parlor to find me at the Hip Hop Patriot. Make sure you go to where we are right now, YouTube, Telegram, and Freedom Fan. Freedom.fan, only on desktop and uh, laptop right now. And find me there at Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. And ladies and gentlemen, as we take you out today, listening to a little bit of Rebirth of America... I want you to go to JeremyHarrell.com. 
Sign up for the newsletter so you can get morning devotionals, morning prayers, and you, so you'll never be disconnected from me ever again. And if you can find it in your wallet, please become a one-time or a monthly donor to help grow the show. I will see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. Remember, there are right ways, and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Somebody said you, you don't post on Parlor. I do every day, so you might be following the wrong page. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you at 5 p.m. tonight.